0: Welcome to Transmissions, where we talk all Hasbro, Takara, and third-party Transformers. On this episode, Robeson reveals another robot. Magic Square has another legend-scale Dinobot in the pipeline, and Hasbro's War for Cybertron Omega Supreme finds new life as a guardian robot. Today is Wednesday, March eighth, twenty twenty-three, and this is episode five twenty-eight of Transmissions.
1: Welcome to Transmissions. The podcast that for almost 10 years been, has been going on and on about how much we love Transformers, but we're secretly all Ninja Turtles fans. I'm yours Charles, a.k.a. Big Scene. I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team. Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko. Hey, how's it going? Creator, producer, and star of Empire of Rust, Editor Mike. Cowabunga, dude. And Daryl, the Cybertronian Beast. Hello. Let's
2: talk Transformers. Or Turtles. Who knows what we're going to talk about tonight. (laughs) We talked about those (laughs) third-party
0: transforming Turtles a while back.
2: We're we're talking about Transformers.
1: Yeah. Spoiler. (laughs) Spoiler. As always, we start off the show by thanking our Donatrions, those lovely people who support us on Patreon and PayPal. Thank you all so much for continuing to help us out and keep the show going. We really appreciate it. If you are not a Donatrion and would like to become one, just go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support. That's where you can sign up. Uh, if you, uh, you know, you, we have lots of different perks. You get bonus content. You even get some merchandise at higher levels. And, uh, you know, it's a way to help support the show and also get, you know, we get some, give you some perks and, uh, you know, we tell you, we love you every week. So, you know, it's a good deal. Personally, I, I
3: love each and every one of our listeners. (laughs) We all
1: do.
0: Yes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And viewers.
1: Yes, yes. All three of you. <laughs> um, we're not doing too well on YouTube, guys. <laughs> um, talk. Speaking of that bonus content, what about that awesome show that Daryl and Dr. Pants do? It's called We Like Big Bots. So uh, Daryl and... Uh Daryl and Dr. Pants talk about some big ginormous transformers. They've got ten episodes talking about different bots. Uh more is coming on the way as soon as we can get Dr. Pants back on camera. Anytime now, Dr. Pants, we, we know we we know you're having issues, but we we want you back, man. We miss you. But uh as soon as, as soon as that happens, we'll make more of these big bots happen. Uh Daryl, uh what what do we got so far? What's what's uh what's uh, in the list there that people can check out right now
2: oh man we've got uh we've got some uh some jetfire some Scorponok, some overlord some powermaster optimus prime some metroplex yeah um yeah there's uh we did a Predaking one and a devastator one so some combiners in there um what else did we do? Um, six shot. So there's that's a few of them there. Uh, we did. We did Cyclonus. Might not be the biggest bot, but uh, he's got a big personality. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So definitely a, a good chunk of, uh, of characters there. Um, a lot more on the on the evil side, too, if I if you kind of look at it there. Um. Yeah. More. More evil. Big bots so far. So maybe we'll have to do some. Some. Some goodies on the next. Uh, the next chunk.
1: The Decepticons aren't necessarily evil,
2: <laughs> but the ones you covered are <laughs> very, very bad. Yeah. Yeah. They do yeah. bad things. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, those are all linked on our Patreon page. So if you are already a Donatron, you will have immediate access to them. You can watch them whenever you want. And uh, we'll have a link in the show notes to get to all 10 of them. So you can just go right there and, and l- get links to all of them. Uh, also, we've got our awesome Transformers Live Play RPG podcast, Empire of Rust. This week we have the bonus episode for uh, the bonus exclusive access to the early bonus episode for uh, Empire of Rust, episode ninety-seven. Assume the party escort submission position. So uh, you can check that out if you are a on right now. It's already—I don't you get already it. have access. What's that one? <laughs> you got, got to ask Mike. <laughs>
3: I couldn't believe when I learned that, that neither you nor Charles play portal. That's that's shameful.
2: <laughs> I mean, I yeah. thought, I thought we were friends. Yeah. I mean, when it came <laughs> out, I was, I was pretty busy chasing girls. So I, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't have time for video games at that point.
1: Uh, so. I, I, I think you were already married when portal came out. there. <laughs> <laughs> well if you were still chasing girls i guess that's don't, fine. Tell <laughs> don't tell my wife don't tell my wife portal's not that old
2: <laughs> but uh yeah i don't uh, i don't play a lot of video games but yeah that's uh that's one that i i've heard of it but uh, i've never played it.
0: it it still holds
2: up to what
1: Like it's a good game i mean it's a good game that's what, that's what holds up means, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> what are some we comparing games, it to?
3: Some games just look bad over time. Portal does not.
1: Okay, so Daryl offer his excuse. What's your excuse, Charles? Too many games, not enough time. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Portal's like a 15-hour
3: game, if that. Okay, no fine.
0: Should... <laughs> portal 2 takes longer, but you, don't, you know, just stick with Portal 1. You're fine. Like, All you
1: right, it's on played. the list. You know. somewhere, somewhere in my gaming backlog, it's on the list.
3: <laughs> Let's bump that up a couple of dozen spots.
1: Anyway, we, we, we should chip in, in for Charles's rest. birthday
3: and get it for, for Switch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anyway, Empire of Rust heard of that? <laughs> <laughs> Another game Daryl uh, hasn't heard of. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yeah, so we got the we've got the bonus episode 97 out this week. The regular version of episode 97 will be out next week. So that's at transmissionspodcast.com/slash rust. Also, if you got episode 96 last week early. You should go download it again because uh, there was an error and some of the sound effects were not added in and we uploaded a new version. So check that out, episode 96. If you want to get the full experience, download it again, listen to the whole episode and enjoy.
3: Yeah, I had a couple of uh, voice actors come in to to, to do the voices for uh, a bunch of the characters who were in there. And I I messed it up. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I put up the, the, the version without voiceover artists. So, you know, I got to give a, a big thank you to uh, a former co-worker of mine, Brandon, and and uh, his, actu- you know, I'm, I'm not 100% certain if they're married or not. I don't think it ever came up. So girlfriend slash wife, <laughs> Georgia. <laughs> and uh, Apollo also voiced uh, Windblade in that episode, too. So. Cool yeah a whole bunch of uh, a whole bunch of people and i felt really bad that they didn't uh
1: they, they their talent wasn't shown well now it is so it is up there so everyone make sure you take a listen all right well that's uh all our intro stuff out of the way let's jump into some toys with quick
2: hits all right, and first up this week, we are talking about Iron Warrior IW-07 Leader. And this is a third version of Transformers Prime Optimus Prime. Uh, and we've got prototypes of it. This is an interesting one for me because I can't, I can't think we've seen a third-party Transformers Prime figure before. And obviously, they're going with you know Optimus Prime here. Um, now this is a non-transforming figure, which is a total shame because what a cool design this Transformers Prime Optimus Prime is. And we do know that they're capable of doing this figure in a transforming figure because that's what the first edition figure was. It, it was a gorgeous, you know, uh, uh Voyager class figure that was uh, capable of transforming. Um, they've just, they've taken that, that design and they've sleeked it down quite a bit and, and, uh, and, you know, just, uh, just made it a little bit more, um, articulated, I guess. It, it, it just, they've given it a little bit more of a third party touch, um, more, a little bit more like surface detail and whatnot, uh, probably made of uh, higher quality materials. But, uh, I really wish that it would, uh, transform, uh, because that design was just amazing. Uh, so, yeah, there it is. Iron Warrior IW-07 Leader.
0: Right. Uh, next up, we have uh, the next self-transforming bot from Robeson. This is their G1 Bumblebee. And this is from their Instagram. They were at the Middle East Film and Comic-Con uh, event recently and had this on display and I believe they are I think they're coming to a TFCon, so it's interesting to see if if they'll have it there. But um but this is actually a non-transformable figure, but self-articulating. So uh apparently there was a patent a couple months ago that shows it. So I'm guessing it's just gonna be more of just a robot and not not like the Optimus Prime, which is a shame but i mean it it still looks good in terms of you know it, it's G1 Bumblebee it looks like G1 B um but yeah I, I really wish it would be self transforming but this way they probably don't have to deal with Volkswagen
1: yeah i mean that also the proportions on the robot i mean it looks yeah it's it's looks much much better proportions as a robot but if they had to make that thing act into an actual like VW bug I don't think the that would work into play. Yeah, <laughs> there's a, we don't have any mass shifting in real life, unfortunately. Right. Uh, all right. And what I have
3: here is uh, some new images, uh, gray prototype images of magic squares, sl- uh, slag slash slug. Uh, very, very G1 accurate. Uh, this is in legend scale. So, Yeah. Uh, of course, this is just great prototype stage. So this may change, uh, over time, but yeah, it's, it's looking nice and it is very, car- very cartoon accurate. Uh, so if you are looking forward to these, uh, these figures or the, the Dinobot figures, uh, keep an eye out because we should be getting some, uh, some more prototypes coming soon.
1: Okay. And next up, we've got Clackies, which is a company that makes custom mechanical keycaps for keyboards. And, and cust- they make custom mechanical keyboards and have done some uh, officially licensed artisan keycaps in the shape of Transformers faces. So we've got Noptus Prime, Megatron, Bumblebee, Starscream, and Soundwave. So you can get these for your mechanical keyboard. They can fit over any of the keys on your keyboard. So these I mean I first looked at these, I thought these are pretty cool. Then I looked into the story and like um you can get a set of three for ninety-nine dollars or the complete set for a hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> um <laughs> they're cute. They're not that cute. <laughs> yeah. I-, I would bet they have LEDs on them. But well, oh, uh, unless they have solid gold in them, I don't think they're worth that price. <laughs> I'm just imagining
0: pain of your fingers having to, like, 99
1: US, right? Yes. <laughs> well, the the picture has them over the function keys, so you probably never touch the function keys. So Bros, I use the function rarely. keys all the time. No. <laughs> well, excuse me. Okay. <laughs>
0: F two rename.
2: What if you don't have that type of keyboard?
0: Yeah, I think it's specifically for their branded keyboard.
1: Yeah. So you got yeah got to shell out for the keyboard, Daryl. <laughs> if, you, if you're in if you're in for the keycaps, you got to get the keyboard to go with it.
0: <laughs> I don't know, it. It might be a standard. I think the keyboard, the keys for mechanical keyboards, are actually a standard.
1: But. Yeah, I mean it's it's nice to see uh Transformers merchandise getting out there but uh this is this is a hard <laughs> pass for me.
2: Yeah. They just I mean is is Hasbro just giving like Transformers license to every everybody that's asking for it right now? Like I want to I want to see like more crazy crap now with Transformers yeah, like I mean, show tra- me the bump Show, show the me 80s. the the Starscream condom, like <laughs> <laughs>
0: knowing this fandom that would sell.
2: Yes, it can, would. <laughs> can, can we
3: get a license? I,
1: I think I think you have, you have to have money. Product. Yeah, yeah, you, have well, to yeah pay. you have to. I, just, I don't think you. I, I, th- I think if you have money, you figure the product out later. <laughs> you just buy the <laughs> license. I don't know. That's business.
0: All right. Well, next up, we have uh, some more rumored products coming up. This is from uh, TFW and their user JT Prime 17. And these listings that they found have um, there's a special edition Optimus Prime, a retro perceptor and a a retro shrapnel. So uh, I'm not sure about the Optimus, but obviously these are probably G1 re-releases for perceptor and shrapnel Uh, we've seen perceptor a few times i think already because i know i have a reissue of that but the optimus prime is you know i'm wondering is this going to be a g1 with some special stuff in it like they did with the you know like the dvd release and stuff who knows but you know looking forward to seeing what what they come out with
3: Next up, we have, uh, first, some first images of the Walmart reissue Thundercracker, uh, with a new movie accurate, uh, like head sculpt and deco and, uh, a kind of a really neat looking box too. Like the artwork on that is pretty cool. Kind of like it. Uh, and there's a, also a new accessory for the, for uh, Megatron in gun mode. So if you have a Walmart near you, then these should be coming out at some point soon. Uh, I don't see an actual date on it, but yeah, first look on, uh, on these. So if you're interested in picking up a reissue seeker, it'll be coming out soon.
1: Okay. And we've got the buzzworthy bumblebee. Origin Jazz figure is up for pre-order at Target. Uh, I don't know if it's still like this. We recorded this on Sunday, so by the time Wednesday comes around, will this still be available? I don't know. So the I know the Hasbro Pulse uh, offering sold out really quick, but Target was it was was still going and it's still going as of this recording, as you can see. So uh, if you want your Origin Jazz, you can pre-order at Target. And uh, you know, I don't know what uh, uh, when it'll be ready, but should be probably you know within a couple months or so. So, uh, yeah, at US $25, I've already ordered one, got one for Daryl since he's in Canada. There's no targets in Canada, so I got picked one up whoop, for him. <laughs> I am um,
0: ordering one right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So uh, yeah, so hopefully Jeremy doesn't get the last one, and these are still available if you are if you are looking for Origin Jazz. But uh, looks like this is going to be a little bit more e- a little bit easier to get than Origin Bumblebee was at least uh, initially. So you all remember my uh, well, if you if you watch the show, you remember my uh, sad story of Origin Bumblebee from a couple of years ago. But. Uh, hmm. It, event- it, it, it eventually became plentiful for a little while there at, at Target. So you could pick it up off the shelves. But So hopefully Jazz will, will be similar. Will you be able to get it pretty easily? So. That'll do it for our quick hits. So let's jump into our main discussion topic. Okay,
2: and we're going to talk about the announcement of a new Titan figure. And that is basically a recolor of an old one, which is generation select Titan class guardian robot and lunar tread. This is a recolor of the Omega Supreme into the colors of guardian robot. And they are selling it on the Hasbro pulse, uh, site for one ninety nine ninety nine, 99. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's for if anyone's interested in troop building out there, this is possible. It's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> um, God. Donuts. <laughs> yeah.
3: Troop building this. Jesus.
2: <clears throat> I'd like to see a diorama with, uh, with like five or six of these in there. That'd be awesome. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, this is available. Um, Uh, so anybody do do any of you guys uh, have or not sorry not have Omega Supreme I have never owned a single Omega Supreme I do not wow okay so the Omega Supreme is actually a really good figure as far as Titan class goes Um, does it being available here in in the you know Guardian robot colors does it interest you at all, or is it the fact that it's not Omega Supreme? Does it just kind of kill it for you, Charles?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think I would I would much prefer the Omega Supreme colors. I probably wouldn't would pass on this, especially like a Titan class figure. I don't. I'm I'm not getting the. The variant color for a titan glass figure i I would want the original but um also is the is the price like when omega supreme was out a few years ago was it at 150 or i don't think it was at i don't think it came out at 200 for retail price well
2: things have changed charles and you know (laughs) there's been a pandemic i don't know whether you heard about it uh and the uh the (laughs) prices of everything went up I can still complain about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um it, it, it they've all gone up. Um I mean, you guys complain about it being uh 200 bucks and and DJ Ronan's mentioning it in the chat that 200 bucks for you is is $350 for us. So, um and that's not even that's not even, you know, uh conversion. That's just outright like highway robbery so um it's it's ridiculous but um and what Jeremy, what are this, your,
0: there's, there's a new um you get new little minifigure in there
1: too. oh omega supreme came with that minifigure it came with countdown oh, did? didn't it
2: yeah well this, this is the a repaint thing? it's a repaint yeah. now So it's different charles
1: <laughs> but it's a repaint of the figure that came with Omega Supreme, right? <laughs> Jer- okay, Jer- we're, add- we're adding the paint. This. Uh, I,
0: I'm i a fan of Omega Supreme, even though I've never owned a figure. But I'm also a fan of blue-colored figures, apparently, because I think he would look really nice next to my Ultra Mammoth. Mm-hmm. I-, I never had oh, a big convoy, but I have Ultra Mammoth. So I'm not opposed to getting the, the recolor of a figure. So this would be really interesting to get, although I still have my Titan Triptychon that I've never opened. (laughs) And this, I I worry that this would go, that the box for this would go next to the box for that (laughs) because it just takes up so much space, but it, it is interesting. It is something I, I would like if it weren't the two hundred dollars price tag, which I, don't know, I have. I have better uses for two hundred dollars right now in my life.
2: And and Mike, this is a uh, this is a wild Generation Selects figure. There's a potential for this to go up in value considerably, you know, after the uh, the the supply runs dry. Um, you know, do you see this thing and and think, okay, well, I could. Buy it, sit on it, and and sell it for four times the value later on, or is it just too of, of an obscure character for that?
3: I feel like this is a personal attack.
2: <laughs> I am asking the question. <laughs> That's what I'm doing.
3: Mm, so no, I. So first, I will say that I actually really do like that this exists. It's a really obscure figure. It's just from what those two or three episodes of g1 that that featured some guardian robots in it and they were just kind of big throwaway characters in the first place and i really do love that they made this uh, i also i'm gonna actually echo you jeremy because i really do love the color scheme on it like the white and the blue is incredibly striking and i really enjoy that that being said it is 200 dollars <laughs> and it is a titan figure so it's it's Pretty massive and pretty expensive. It's going to be a pass for me, certainly. But there's a lot that that's appealing to this that I do like. If money in space were no object, I think I would pick this up. It's just that right now, yeah, it is money in space is, is not, you know, it's not infinite. So it certainly would be a pass for me. Uh, I do wish that... They included some extra accessories, or included some extra things to at least make me feel like I got the extra money's worth. I mean, if you're right, Charles, and this was a hundred fifty when it came out as Omega Supreme, and it jumped up uh fifty bucks here, it's like I, I really would want something else to to make me feel good about this. Maybe some like a, a like some accessories, or some weapons, or something like a weapon pack, or something. Maybe an additional. I uh, like a little minifigure or something like that. I mean, again, like 50 is 50 bucks is, is not an insignificant price increase.
1: Yeah. It's $150 to 200 is a 33% price increase. We have not had a 33% inflation in the last three years. Yeah. So. Hmm.
3: But yeah, that's that's kind of my thoughts on it. I wish there was you guys more. Don't
2: get any sympathy from me. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> on
0: top of that, Canadians have to pay the insane shipping.
3: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, Daryl. This will be a Target exclusive.
2: Uh, this, this as being Generation Selects. There, there's a slight possibility it'll end up here at GameStops. So.
0: Assuming GameStop is still
2: in business. <laughs> oh it it's it's doing quite well here now. So, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's doing quite quite well. Um now Jeremy I sent you a link in in Discord, but uh I I wanted to uh mention something quickly because we were on the topic of Omega Supreme and these uh you know Guardian robots and whatnot, and I'm pretty sure that this story came out this week about uh this next one and this is the um the new age H53 Michael figure. And we may have talked about the figure before, because I know we, we, I definitely sure we talked about it, but the price of this figure came out this week. And this thing is, it's, it's ridiculous. This thing is, is more expensive than the Omega Sentinel that we just talked about. The guardian robot that we just talked about, this thing is $339.99 and the Guardian robot is 200 bucks. And this thing is a Legends class figure. Legends class. What is happening here?
0: Well, this has die cast in it. But yeah, that, that's ridiculous. 11 inches tall.
2: This thing is 11 inches tall and $340. What that's is ridiculous. happening? with new age here now we had uh there i i kind of watched this story develop over the week that big bad dropped their price of this thing at this insane price and uh people were saying okay well what's show zed store going to um going to drop theirs at and and I'm just going to bring it up real quick. I didn't, I didn't really, this wasn't even on the topic list for today. I just kind of saw this all kind of develop and I thought, well, this might be a quick little fun discussion. But, um, as I bring it up, I'm just, uh, just going to find the price. Where is it? There it is. So, you know, the full price is showing as unknown right now. Um, but, uh, I think I saw it. Somebody had posted it before. Um well, it was significantly less.
0: Chosen Prime has this one for 250.
2: Oh, well there you go. <laughs> Who knows? And that's and that's another North American site. Right. What the hell is happening here? Um so New Age is definitely doing something with their pricing, but what the hell is happening at Big Bad Toy Store uh with some of this stuff? It, I don't know. It
0: could be overpricing and then planning to drop it you know maybe they aren't sure exactly what the cost is going to be but that's just giving them benefit benefit of the doubt wolfwood is also saying that toy dojo is also 250 right that's a little bit more reasonable but still it's a lot of money for an 11 inch figure
3: still 250 dollars yeah. for like a, a foot tall figure it's
2: legend scale this is ridiculous uh, this is where legend scale has gone charles you started this with getting <laughs> us all into legend scale so, i hold you personally I was, responsible for the i
1: was not the- consulted for this <laughs> <laughs> new age did you not got, get my approval for the, for this product
2: <laughs> you got the hype you, you 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 boosted you boosted legend scale right from the start <laughs> and, and I blame you, I blame you for, for where this has gone. Um, anyway, I didn't want to harp on this too much, but it's, 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 this has gotten ridiculous. So, um, let it be known that, uh, Daryl transmissions is very upset <laughs> with where the pricing of these legend scales went. and that and that is all i have to say about that
0: driving you back to mainline for cheaper product
1: yeah that's right <laughs> dj Ronan says that the tank does move on the track uh, does that mean it's motorized or just that it it fits into like a groove or something i mean
2: I can hold it with my hands and I can move it along too if it'll save
1: me a hundred bucks. <laughs> I, mean, I mean the origin the original G one Omega Supreme was motorized. That was a that was a big selling point. So Yeah, that's it's not two fifty or three hundred and forty dollar price point. So we are the DJ Ronan and Wolfwood are saying it is motorized, so maybe that's where all the extra cheddar is coming from
2: not worth it
3: yeah <laughs> didn't Jesus another third stink. party company do a omega supreme like a kind of like a legend yeah. scale but more like a
0: yeah daryl has it a... i got
2: it right here Wei-J. who that?
3: <laughs> yeah, is that Yeah, uh, who's that from a oh, waging
2: yeah and i thought uh, is this and not, right? not. this is really good and it was it's not really two hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> no, this I think it was eighty bucks. <laughs> yeah, damn, it totally works. So yeah, how old is Do that? More figure? of this legend scale. Well, I don't know when did I get this, Jeremy? What, it was TFCon oh, Chicago a few? TFCon years ago.
0: Chicago, the one before this last one, so twenty eighteen, sure nineteen, something around, around there. because yeah, we went it's back because I wanted to old. get it and they were all gone.
2: Yeah, hmm. yeah, so. This works. More of these, please. Legend scale p- companies.
3: I just did a quick search on um, BBTS, and uh, was it DX9 has a uh, 23 inch uh, Omega Supreme figure for 220. Well, okay, it's, it's it's 280, but it's it's on sale for 220. But still, over That's double the, the size for for the same price. But is it motorized? Uh, die cast and LED lights, but not motorized.
1: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go <sighs> I think it's safe to say that we will not be picking up that uh, that third party Omega Supreme and looks like not this guardian robot. <laughs> From Asriel Pauls either, so. But uh, if you are, if you do have the money to army build with that Guardian robot, please contact Daryl and uh, send we, him we some want pictures. pictures. <laughs> all right, well, that's all our toy discussions. So let's move on to trips to the store. <laughs> The Transmissions Podcast will return after these messages. All right. Uh, this week, of course, trips to store and every week is sponsored by our friends at Public. So you can check out our merchandise at our Public store, TransmissionsPodcast.com slash shop. Uh, you can buy lots of cool stuff, lots of shirts like I've got on here. Daryl's got his bad guy shirt there. Jeremy's got uh, his uh, hoodie sound tape man hoodie not sound wave yep. not sound wave <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah all these shirts are available at our t public store of course you can buy anything from t public uh through our link and that will help out the show so go to transmissions slash shop and that will take you to our t public store and you can buy anything from t public at that link and it will still help out the show so If you're looking to shop for some shirts at T Public or any other merchandise, uh, please use our link and look for the sales. Uh, There are sales happening very frequently uh, every, you know, couple every month. So uh, make sure you get uh, take advantage of those thirty five percent off sales that T Public runs very frequently. All right, well, let's talk about the stuff we got this week. Uh, Unfortunately, I got nothing. So um, I'm I'm drawing a goose egg this week, but uh, I'm not gonna stop the fun. So we're gonna hand it over to Jeremy.
0: All right. Um, I don't have anything new again. Um, but and the fun
2: stops. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but continuing my theme from last week, where I showed off some Transformer Prime toys, I have a couple more. Although, um, let's see. I'm this one. I'm not sure. If, It's actually Transformers Prime or a little bit later because the the wiki said this was from 2012 War for Cybertron, which it doesn't look like the game. So I'm not entirely sure. Or no, this is from Robots in Disguise, which was the Transformers Prime line. Now that I remember. Yes. Transformers Prime
2: Robots in Disguise. Yeah. yeah, So this
0: is just it's Cliffjumper who had like, you know, 20 minutes in the show. (laughs) And he, he got Multiple figures, but
1: the Rock—he's uh, voiced by the Rock. Yeah,
0: that's all—that's all they could afford in, t- in terms of the, <laughs> the Rock's voice work. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a good figure. Um it, It's a, a basic figure. I, I need to pull out my um first edition Zombie Cliff Jumper. Uh But you know, th- this was this was fine. This was kind of the the lower end. You know of the line at the time. And then I also have my Optimus prime, which kind of goes in with what we were talking about earlier. Um, the design, like the look of the Optimus prime was good. This, I don't, this figure wasn't the best. This wasn't the first edition one. I don't think, but it did have get the right hand here, this mech tech weapon thing that they did. Um, that never really, it's got a light on it, but never really stayed like that. It always would come back. So doesn't really look that good like this. I wish it could stay extended, but in terms of the Optimus itself, he looks good. Uh, once again, the first edition ones are, are much better. Um, I don't know if I ever got a first edition of this, but uh, prime was such a good line, such a good show. So
1: that's all it I got. Totally was. All right, uh Daryl, we're coming to you.
2: All right. Well, I uh I had to chase this down because the uh the place that I pre-order my figures at uh, uh lost it. <laughs> um they uh I went in and I just questioned about uh, the you know the existence of this and they said, Oh well it's it's not on your list. I said, Well it fucking was. <laughs> <And> <laughs> and uh after cursing them out and beating one of them to a pulp um uh, they said we can get you one don't worry we'll get you your toy um, no boss mr Daryl, no boss <laughs> so um they uh, they had to uh, they had to get one shipped in from toronto for me but uh i finally got myself a tarn Nice. And uh I, o- I opened this guy up because I want to mess with him so badly. And uh he's fun. He's uh he's a fun figure to mess around with. He poses really well. I've gotta say I'm gonna critique him a little bit because uh he is he's quite good, but um I, I wanna I wanna say that if you're you're looking at him on like like this, there is no definition what? to this figure at all. <laughs> he is flat as a board. you got no butt. Uh <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got no robo butt he's got he's got no no chest he's got like there's no backpack there's n- nothing at all like uh i mean he's got a cool he's got a little bit of a backpack but there is there is nothing going on on this figure it's uh you know as far as like you know the way it, it kind of looks on the uh, from the side and uh i just i wish there was a little bit of definition um it's the same problem that i feel that uh um The, uh, the Titan Devastator has, it's a big figure, but if you look at it from, you know, any kind of side angle, there's really nothing going on. And, uh, and, and I just wish that it had some kind of like, give it a bit of a, like pectorals or something, like something, some kind of definition to give it, I don't know, a profile. And, uh, but all in all, if you look at it from the, from the straight on, it's awesome. It looks fantastic. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a fun figure to mess around with. And, uh, yeah, I'm having a good time with this guy right now. Um, so you got like, yeah, I wish, uh, yes. Yeah, there is. Uh, where's my little thing of a bobber. Oh, right here. I do have a light here. Let's see if I can get it to go. That's not going to work real well. Yeah. Oh, maybe. There you I go. Know. Yeah. Yeah. So it works. But, uh, yeah. He's a cool figure, and, I mean, Tarn is just awesome. Um, I gotta say, I mean, I've had the Mastermind Creations one for a long time. Uh, the Mastermind Creations one is still better. Uh, this is a mainline figure, so it has to conform to mainline rules. Uh, so, you know, it does lose, uh, it does lose some points on, on having to, to hit those marks. But, uh, for a mainline figure, this is pretty kick ass, and uh, it's fucking Tarn, man. Like, it's awesome. But uh, the Mastermind Creations one is still better. But that's what I got. And I'm very happy with it.
1: Send them to the gym. Work on his his arms and chest. (laughs) Yeah. And butt. (laughs) Okay, uh, Mike, we come to you. Taking the anchor position. Back in the anchor position
3: like I belong. Feels like I never left. (laughs) So, Daryl, I'm actually going to share something with you on this one, because I also got my tarn in yesterday. There you go. And I will agree with you. He is a little bit of a skinny boy, but Mm -hmm. that's okay. Uh, I'm not going to be looking at my figures from the side. I'm going to be looking at him straight on. So, straight on, yeah, yep, I approve. I pre ordered him when he came out back in, shit, what was it, November? October, November? Yep, and yeah, so very glad. But since you already talked about him, I'm not going to spend too much time on him. What I am going to show off though is one of the big pre-orders that I've had for probably like a year now, and I'm super excited to get this figure. This is the uh, I'm going to mispronounce it, of course. Terra Leone's Nemios Nemio is nemiosis. Nemios perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and it is the Planet X of uh, Victory Leo. And this is an amazing, amazing figure. Absolutely beautiful. It's got uh some like I'm I'm hoping it's not real gold, you know, gold metal, <laughs> gold, like uh, gold plastic or anything, but it it definitely has that like beautiful like metallic sheen to it. Uh and yeah, it is just just beautiful looking Uh, i cannot gush enough about this figure i really loved the uh, cadmos the star saber when they put it out like years ago i picked that up relatively soon after it Uh, and even though i have not actually put these two together yet for a victory saber uh, i am planning on two this week at some point and and yeah it is just a, a beautiful looking figure Uh, transforms pretty nicely, transforms pretty solid. It does have that little bit of like kind of like lying down, like on your front, kind of like wide shouldered, like front legs, just because, you know, like they, that's where his, his lion leg shoulders are. But there's tons of articulation on this. Uh, the figure is really solid, really stable in its lion mode. It's got the spaceship mode too, but you know, you know, whatever. It's a spaceship mode. It's a block. That's all it is. But yeah absolutely beautiful figure articulation everything on all of the the weapons and all that too uh, you can kind of see it the like sharp parts up here these are separable and will actually combine with uh Cadmus's sword to make a giant like giant sword i think it had a name or something in the show but i don't remember it a saber
2: and, if you will the victory <laughs> saber
3: <laughs> maybe Uh, did come with, uh, like the big massive cannon that it came with. Uh, and it comes with a whole bunch of like little extra pieces, um, like replacement stuff for, for star saber, I'm assuming for like stability and to help, uh, get everything connected properly. They gave a a new, a new head for the, the victory saber mold that you can switch out as well. So lots of, of. Lots of stuff on this, and lots of like really neat uh, pieces and and things to this. So it is a beautiful, beautiful figure, though. I love it.
2: Cool. Nice. Want to see pictures of it? Want to see pictures of it combined? Sure.
1: All right. Well, that's all our trips to the store. So let's move on to the next section. We now return to the Transmissions Podcast. All right, next up, we've got convention news. And we have some TFCon LA
0: toy news. Uh, first up is the customizing class figure. It has been revealed, and it is based off of the fans' project Columpio, and it is creating G2 Jungle Warrior. Um, So this is a pretty nice looking figure here. Um, I'll make a jungle themed Dinobot, and yeah, one day I'm going to get into a customizing class. But since I'm not going to TFCon LA, this is not that day. Um, The next thing we have is a um, an exclusive figure for the convention. This is. Uh, this is Fans Hobby MB13B Bossman. It's going to be limited to 600 pieces worldwide and released at TFCon beginning on March 10th at a price of $85 while supplies last at the Chosen Prime booth. And then um, I imagine it's going to be available at Fans Hobby or, or like at retailers shortly after. I think that's what they usually do. Um this thing looks pretty good. Uh, Daryl, uh, what do you think about this since you, um, you're probably more familiar with this mold than I am.
2: Yeah. So um, I don't have this particular mold from uh, fan's hobby, but I do have the figure that it's based on. I do have that original uh, boss figure, the, uh, the G 1.5 uh, euro, euro exclusive uh, figure. And, uh, Um, it's a very cool figure. It's kind of, uh, you know, colloquially known as like the, the Transformers Batmobile because of the, the, just that, that (laughs) turbine. Turbine, yeah, in the front. Um, it's, it's interesting to see how they've kind of just jerry-rigged a little extra piece onto the front of this thing to kind of make it into that, that figure. Um, but this is, this is a a very popular figure. The price is right on it. This is going to sell out. So if you're thinking about it and you can't attend, um, and you can't get somebody to mule it for you from the show, um, <laughs> be on the lookout for, uh, for one of those, uh, retail partners to, uh, to post this thing on their site after the fact. Right. Cause, it's uh, it's going to go. Line. Yeah. It's going to go and it'll all 600 will sell. So, uh, it will end up the weekend of the show. It will be on eBay for twice the price. Yeah. So. If, yeah, if, sell, if not more, it's going to sell out at the show
0: within the first hour. I'm
2: sure. At, yeah, the, like the it, price
0: of ninety dollars.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's going to sell quite uh, quite quickly. So, yeah, the uh, so you want to uh, definitely make sure that you're able to pick one of these up if you want one.
0: Charles, Mike, do you guys have any uh, comments on this figure?
3: I do love the the look of it. Uh, I'm not going to be at TFCON LA, uh, but I mean, this is a a beautiful looking figure. Uh, I do have to ask though the the weapon, like the the like engine weapon thing that's there, is that just like a separable piece? Like it's it like it, yeah. Interesting. Yeah.
0: You see yeah. It? It's like the handheld gun here.
3: Yeah. Well, actually, oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess it is. Hmm. It's really like, can you scroll down just a little bit? It's really interesting the way they, they integrated that into the, the design. It feels very natural. It doesn't feel like it's just tacked on, which I really like. It's a lot of a lot of, of detail attention paid to that. So that's, yeah, good on them. I, I really like that.
0: Charles, do you have any thoughts?
1: Uh, it's a cool looking figure. Um, is it a headmaster too? I I'm not familiar yeah, it with. Like, the, I think it, was it like one of the junior headmasters? Yeah. Yep. And I, I do like I do like how the the turbine fits over the car because it look the car looks nice without the turbine, but it, the it when it fits over it, it does. Seem to naturally go with the the rest of the car, so it doesn't look too out of place when it's there. So, I think they did a good job with that. Uh, yeah, it's a good it's a good looking figure.
0: DJ Run says based off of Ace Hitter, which is the best of the Junior Hit matches, so.
1: Cool. Cool. Okay, well, uh, that's all the convention news. So let's finish up the show with some feedback. All right. Uh, first up on YouTube, we got a comment from DMC2008 who asks, have you guys ever done tours of your display shelves? I would absolutely love to see you guys walk us through your collections. Perhaps a Patreon exclusive. Keep up the good work. Uh, I don't think we've done that. Well, Daryl, Daryl does it every day, every, t- every, every episode. <laughs> um, And Jeremy, yes, Jeremy too. And Mike, I think I'm the only one who's uh, who's <laughs> shy about their collection because I don't have it nicely displayed. Uh, But uh, I mean, that, that is a good idea. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll think about that. I, I yeah. think, I think. I think everyone except me has something nice to show off. I don't. I think
2: I have to Mr. actually. Nice Unicron? seventy-five <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> inch TV, you know, gaming <laughs> console, and everything. You got, you got a lot of nice stuff to show off there, buddy.
1: The TV and the gaming console, that you they don't they don't, they don't count, right,
2: Daryl? <laughs> they don't count. Do they? Is not is not trips to the store. He wants to see your setup. He wants to oh, see okay. uh, your. What uh, you know? You got a collection room or whatever you want to show. I mean, you're not touring your house, but you know, if you got a, everything in the same room. All
1: right. Well, we'll we'll think about it. Thanks for the suggestion, DMC.
3: Also, the rest of you would write in if you're interested in actually seeing this. Then you know, let us know.
1: Yeah. Okay, and our uh, next bit of feedback comes from Gabe. Gabe. Long time haven't haven't heard from you in a little while, but Gabe, uh, it's good to hear from you. Uh he put us a me- put a message up on the Discord. And uh I th- I think Gabe is out in LA, so he might be going to TFCon LA, maybe this maybe he this is he why could, he's asking. So. Yeah. So uh, Gabe asks, uh, was wondering what are the etiquette and or unwritten rules for doing a parts party in your room? Uh, I'm going to pass that question to Daryl. <laughs> Me?
2: Um, oh, boy. Um, I mean, it's just, I mean, for for a parts party, you just kind of, um, it's gotten a lot more, you know, streamlined in the last few years especially at tfcons you just uh the tfcon will put up a board so you bring a little sheet especially if you uh you know you kind of have any a bit of an idea of kind of the stuff you're selling so you can put a put that on the sheet or you can just have a a couple smaller sheets like you take a uh an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper you you fold it into four and tear them up so you've got a bunch of smaller sheets and then you just you basically just write your room number on that and uh, and then just post it on the board and maybe post a few of them around the hotel as well just well, to, and, you know
0: and if you if you think about it you could make a post on social media and you can use a site to make a QR code out of that URL but include that so people can just scan it with their phone and they get all the information Yeah,
2: and I mean that's just if you're you're so (laughs) Jeremy Jeremy's thought a lot about this. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just remembering what worked. So yeah, so I mean that's for getting people in your in your room. Um and then um Yeah, so I mean that's getting them into your room is that's that's the first hurdle. Um, now setting up in your room, we've seen some, some really, you know, uh, elaborate setups where they basically move almost all the furniture out and they just kind of set up the, like a whole new store in there. And it's, uh, it kind of, kind of defeats the purpose of, uh, of doing the, the, the parts party because they're kind of getting around the rules of the convention. Um, but the, uh, if if places start doing that more there you're going to see an end to the parts party so really let's not do that anybody anymore people um but uh you just kind of lay the stuff out on the bed multiple beds if you've got them and then uh um maybe if you've got a little shelf that you can bring and put up then that'll help too um yeah just kind of make it kind of welcoming and easy to uh, access and then sit in the corner and count the money that you bring in
0: <laughs> I would say one thing, um be aware of your neighbors. Uh yeah, you know, especially once as it gets later, keep the volume down. Yep. Especially if you find out you have some of the like voice actor guests or, or other guests that are around you. You you don't want to make the convention miserable for them. Mm-hmm. Also, put on pens. <laughs> we learned last time, I think that's optional. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, i think the main thing is just be fair be willing to haggle
2: you know, just, yeah it,
0: it's well having a good time
2: yeah and if you're going to visit parts parties i mean charles had this you know charles was really good at this with the last one we went to charles always had his wife on speed dial to call her and say, "Hey, I need to get out of this room with penises all over it. Can, I, I'm just going to talk to you for a minute. Sorry, guys, gotta go." Um, and you got out of the room with all the, you know, with all the dildos in it. So, uh, you know, have the, have an out. Uh, sorry, Dar- Sarah, Sarah, I didn't know you had to be
1: there with all the dildos. I didn't know you had to you, you were dragging us <laughs> to the rooms with all the dildos, and you needed to be there. I'm sorry. I sorry, I left you hanging. I hope you enjoyed all the dildos.
2: Not as much as I could have if you were there.
3: (laughs) This is what we tune in for.
0: One last thing I would uh, say is if you are going, uh, um, we're going to have a convention channel in our Discord. So you can publicize it there and let people know. Or if you're looking for someone to go to parts parties with you, you know, a good way to it's always more fun if you're like a group of three or four people just going to all the parts parties
2: yeah yeah the uh the discord that we the little channel that we set up uh usually helps pretty pretty well we always limit it to the people that are at the show everyone else can kind of watch what's going on which is always fun for us who are uh, you know the sad sacks i can't make it but uh You know, for the people that are at the show, they're the only ones that can talk to each other. So you're not always have to navigating through everyone else's comments, which is a pain in the butt. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Put put 86 movie or Beast Wars or something on the TV. Make it entertaining. I want people to come in.
2: (laughs) So, you know, put the 86 movie on, not Beast Wars. Or Prime. Prime would work. Thanks for the question, Gabe.
1: <laughs> Enjoy TFCon, Gabe. Sorry yeah. we can't be there with you. If you make it back out to Tora- Toronto this year, maybe we'll see you there. So
0: I thought we, we also um, have a couple other people. and John Forks Levin Goods going to be there.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, at TFCon post- LA?
0: Yeah, he posted in Discord he's going to be
1: there. Oh, cool. Very cool. Alright, well, uh, that's it for all our feedback, and that takes us to the end of the show. So, as always, we give a shout-out to our Masterpiece Donatrians at the end of every episode. These are the folks who continue to support the podcast at our highest level on Patreon, and we really appreciate that. And that's why they get a mention in every episode. So, thank you once again to john 4 X Good and DemonTech82. We really appreciate your support. And Mike, thanks again for coming back and hanging out with us. Anything you want to plug in addition to the always excellent Transformers Live Play RPG podcast and by Rust. But Anything else uh, you want to tell us about uh, on social media, all that good stuff.
3: Certainly. You can go ahead and, uh, give me a follow on Instagram at Minervian, M-I-N-E-R-V-I-O-N, if you want to see some toy photos that I put together. I've been a little bit better about getting them posted, uh, lately. And yeah, some good stuff, uh, going up there. Aside from Transformers figures, I also do photos of, uh, deal with old, old Lord of the Rings figures and occasionally G.I. Joe and Star Wars stuff that I have, uh, lying around. So. Yeah, it's a fun time. And of course, give Empire of Rust a listen. We are almost up to episode 100, our centennial episode. Looking forward
1: to it. Okay, everyone. Thanks for watching and listening. This will do it for this episode of Transmissions. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Bye,
1: Bye, y'all.
3: Later.